Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. What up, everybody? Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back episode 81 of the brothers brand podcast we're calling it philly philly the philly special rob this is a special podcast i'm excited to dive into this we're always trying to share with our listeners who we are what we enjoy and just who the brothers brand really are and rob you have become a diehard passionate philadelphia eagles fan over the last five or six years. And it really has to do with your now beautiful wife having been from the suburbs of Philadelphia. So let's talk a little bit about you two coming together and how this transition took place from a young boy who grew up rooting for New York teams, now wearing the green and white on Sundays. Yeah, well, Rick, you know, I, I love it. Uh, you know, grew up 
as you know, as you know, a New York based fan. And uh, I came to Philadelphia kicking and screaming, did not want to move here, but made the sacrifice for my lovely wife, uh, now wife, at the time girlfriend, Shelby. And she grew up as an Eagles fan. And um, at the time I was rooting for the Jets. And uh, when we moved to the city, um, I was like, you know what? I've never lived in a city before. What's interesting about New York fans and like where we live in New Jersey is, you know, it's very mixed, you know, in the suburbs, it's mixed. Your Jets, your Giants, your, there's some Redskins fans in there, you know, Buffalo Bills fans. It's, all, it's a mix. But when you move to a city, especially a small city, a city that people are from, that they stay there, that they live there, that they bleed that city, um, you just want to embrace it. You just want to say, throw caution to the wind. Let's do it. And, you know, it made it really easy to make the decision to be an Eagles fan because uh, at the time I was a Jets fan and it's an absolute circus. So I, you know, unlike a captain going down with a ship, I jumped that ship, baby. <laughs> I saw dry land. I saw my opportunity and I sprinted for it. And it was a perfect time to do that because the summer that we moved to Philadelphia, we moved there in August. Shelby went all in. She goes, I'm adding every player on Instagram, every player's wife on Instagram. I'm going to know what they're doing, what they're eating, when they're, I'm just kidding, but I'm going to know everything about them. And I was like, yeah, me too. You know what? I'm going to draft some people on my fantasy football team. I'm going to listen to them. We're going to watch all the games together. And Rick, it was that year that the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. Rob, it was a special year. This is a special podcast. The listeners are going to get a chance to get to know you a little bit more and how you've become such an Eagles Philadelphia sports fan. So walk me through it, Rob. You guys get there, you embody the city, and then they go on to win the Super Bowl. That must have been just an incredible thrill. And what was it like when they won the championship back in February that year? Oh my gosh, that was amazing. So, you know, we were all in on it. Uh, we went to a bunch of the playoff games. I mean, Rick, uh, you know, you were, you were there. I went to the last, uh, I went to the last weekend of uh, when they played Dallas and they beat Dallas in this absolute freezing game. And then, uh, you know, me, you and Shelby went to uh, the, uh, the Falcons Eagles game where Julio Jones missed a catch like nine times out of 10, he's catching it and he missed a catch on the goal line to win it. So the Eagles went on, uh, moved on in that round and, you know, played the Vikings and, and then they, uh, and then they, uh, you know, went to the Super Bowl. And I'll tell you the Super Bowl story that day was just nuts. Um, you know, if you're not at the Super Bowl or at the Waste Management Open, like nothing's better than being in the city of the two teams playing. You don't know, obviously one team has to win, but the, electricity in the air we went to this place called the fox and hound which was basically like buffalo wild wings in center city right in the middle of the of, of philadelphia and uh the doors opened at 11 a.m to get in there and we were there at 8 a.m and we were wrapped around the corner and we came with like cards, playing cards. We came with all this stuff like Uno because we knew we were going to be in the bar for like, from like 11 a.m. all the way until like 10 o'clock at night. And there was going to be seven hours of us just doing nothing except for drinking and hanging out. So we brought some board games. It was very well prepared. 
And we get in and we are the last people seated, Rick. We were the last people seated at this massive bar with all these TVs everywhere. And we lucked out. They seated us right next to an outlet. And that was a game changer because if you think about it, we're there for seven years, seven, seven years, seven, seven hours, <laughs> seven hours. People's phones are dying left and right. People need to find outlets. We have the outlets. So now people are buying us buckets of beer. They're buying us appetizers. They're like, hey, can I get you some chicken wings? Like, you know, can I get you the nachos and we'll, we'll, we'll trade off? We'll charge the phone. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So we had a great time. We got to become friends with everybody in the bar. The place was nuts. When they ran the Philly special, people were freaking out. And when that ball touched down after Tom Brady threw it like 60 yards and hit the, hit the ground, and the, the final whistle blew. The bar absolutely erupted. People were throwing beer all over the place. I was throwing beer cans. It was fantastic. And then we go out to Broadway and party until like 4 a.m. Everyone's drinking, carry on, giving high fives, taking swigs out of bottles. Cops are there. They're just patrolling, make sure everybody's trying to keep calm. Uh, but uh, giving high fives, everybody. The, the place was electric fireworks were going off right in the middle of the street. Uh, it was hands down one of the coolest experiences of my life. Uh, and uh, I'll always remember partying on Broad Street. Shout out to the Fox and Hound. You guys were king of the castle that night with electricity, maybe a little Jenga, who knows. But Rob, I still remember you telling me and calling me from there and how epic it was. Glad you guys got to experience that, got to go all in on the Super Bowl year. They've never won the Super Bowl, just happened to be that year. And Philadelphia sports, shout out to them and their stadiums. Uh, they're all located centrally next to each other. It makes it fun and easy to go to games, whether you're going to a Phillies baseball game or a Sixers basketball game or a Flyers hockey game. And so I think that's a huge proponent for why people can easily become Philadelphia sports fans. They're all located right there. You're not running all over the place to try to go to different games. And then, you know, we do have to talk about how brutal Eagles and just Philly sports fans can be. I'd like to think that you're not there yet and hopefully you'll never be there. Um, Shelby may be a little bit closer there just because she grew up. It's in her blood. But let's talk a little bit about the Philly sports fans for a quick second. Can we touch on them a little bit? Yeah, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, my friend. This is a deep, dark and deep place down there. Scary. Lots of uh, lots of stuff going on down there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you and I have been to almost every football stadium, uh, every NFL stadium, almost every baseball stadium, uh, major college football stadiums. And I would say that there's a really a rule of thumb, like for most of these teams. You got a 90-10 rule. I feel like 90% of the fans are nice people, maybe 80-20. 80, 20 are nice, 80 are nice. And then you got 20% that are like the rough around the edges. And I think, and I know, I would actually flip that number for Philadelphia. I would say you got 80% assholes and then you got 20% nice guys. <laughs> and I have trouble. I have trouble bringing my children one day to a Philadelphia sports fan. I've never seen so many people that are hopped up on the booze, uncontrollable, and uh, really just have no idea what they're saying. Um, but that's neither here nor there. You have become part of that nation. Let's talk about the day you were baptized in a bucket of Bud Light. Walk our listeners through what the heck that even means. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me back up a second, going back to the Broad Street. 
that was this my favorite memory. Uh, fun fact about myself, that's where I proposed to my wife is on Broad Street. And then we got married uh, at Broad Street as well. There's a venue right next to Broad Street. So a lot of awesome things happened there. And uh, we, we parlayed that into a weekend uh, where we went to go see a Zach Brown band concert in Camden on Saturday. And then Sunday, we went to the Eagles home opener. Uh, and it was the uh, Redskins versus the Eagles. And my awesome brother, who's on this podcast, got us some custom jerseys. Uh, and it said just on my side. And it said married on Shelby's. And, uh, and the Eagles uh, numbers were, uh, it was 9 it was nine one. Uh, it was nine ninety six and nineteen. So when we stood next to each other, it was our anniversary, September sixth, uh, two thousand nineteen. So super cool. Got on TV for it. It was a really special occasion. But going well, that's back, what we do. that's what we do. That's what we do here. That's what we do. But going back for the bucket of beer. So, you know, what I wanted to do was make it official that I was uh, becoming an Eagles fan. And there's nothing more official than. Uh, you know, showing up in a Jets jersey when the Jets played the Eagles at, at the link and showing up in a Jets jersey and then switching to an Eagles jersey. But prior to switching to an Eagles jersey, I had my friend dress up like a priest. If you can picture this, he dressed up like a priest um, and he had a cross and we did a whole baptism and we took a big bowl and instead of filling it with water, we filled it with Bud Light because Philly, Philly, Dilly, Dilly, Bud Light, big deal in Philadelphia, big deal around sports venues. And he would dunk my head in, and then I would have to say a phrase uh, of the Eagles, uh, you know, saying, hungry dogs eat faster, or, or hungry, dogs, um, hungry dogs run faster, uh, the score of the Super Bowl, uh, different things. And it was just fantastic. And then I shotgunned a beer and led my first Eagle uh, EAGLS chant. I love it, Rob. I love it. So you're all in on the Eagles. And one of the things that you recently did was run in their charity 5k, which supports the raising of funds to try to cure autism. Talk to our listeners a little bit about what that event was like and what your experience was. Yeah. So now that I'm a big Eagles fan, I, I want to be involved. I got to be involved in everything that's going on. And the Eagles have this charity um, it's called the Eagles um, Challenge, uh, Autism Challenge, and um, it's an awesome event. It's held at Lincoln Financial Field, and it's designed to raise money for um, you know families with uh, with ch children with autism. And they raise millions of dollars every year. It's regarded as uh, one of, if not the best charity by a sports um, uh, sports team throughout all sports, just because of how well organized it is and the impact that it makes. And what's cool about it is uh, it's, it's a 5K. So it's a 5K. There's also a, a, a 5K walk attached to it. So you can walk it, uh, you can run it. There's a bike ride. So there's a 10 mile bike ride. There's a 20 mile bike ride and a 50 mile bike ride. And all of these events start on Saturday. So it's a Saturday event. And they all kick off at Lincoln Financial Field, just outside the field. And they have their own different routes. The bike rides take place earlier in the day. And then the 5K is at like seven thirty, at like eight o'clock in the morning. But the, the bikers go out, they run, the, they, they cycle their route, they come back. 
And then the 5K, we run, we run down to the Navy Yard and then come, come back to the stadium. But during the 5K, I've been a part of so many different races. And this is the coolest race that I've been a part of. Because you don't just finish at a normal finish line. You don't just come back to where you started. You actually run through the tunnel of where the players come out and onto the 50-yard line. So you finish on the 50-yard line, and it's a massive party on the field. For anyone that's an Eagles fan, for anyone that's a sports fan, it's just such a cool experience being on the field, um, and, and everyone's out there. The sidelines are filled with vendors. They have, you know, it's a huge family event. So they have, um, you know, balloons. They have, uh, they have face painters. They have tattoo, like, you know, henna tattoos. They have all these different sponsors giving away swag. They have Tito's vodka truck. Wawa's a big sponsor. They're giving away stuff. Um, it's free drink and free food uh, hanging out on the field. And you get to hang out there from pretty much nine, like 9 a.m. whenever you're done with your race to about 12 p.m. And you get to meet the players. Uh, you, get to, you get to also meet the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders are, are taking pictures with people. All of the stars are out there. And I think the franchise does such a great job of um, sitting down with the players and saying, hey, look, this is a very special charity event. Um, you know, you never know who you're talking to. If anybody asks you for a picture or an autograph, you just say yes. You say yes. No qualms about it. You just say yes. And I got to take pictures with every single player on the Eagles, all the stars. Uh, I got to take pictures with uh, the head coach, Nick Sirianni. Uh, he was just walking right next to me. I asked him for a picture. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Um, and then, uh, you know, um, uh, Lauren, uh, the, the owner of the, of the, of the Eagles <laughs> I'm blanking on his name right now. So much for being a diehard fan. I know. <laughs> I have to fact check it. I was going down a rabbit hole right there. <laughs> wow. I'll get you out of here on a fun one. Who was your favorite person and why, when you got a chance to meet these different people? Who was my favorite person and why? Um, let's see. There was a bunch of different people. Um, so Mayada, uh, the, uh, the, ta the, uh, the tackle that just signed the massive deal for, uh, $64 million, uh, as, uh, he came from playing rugby in, uh, in New Zealand, he's six foot eight. He's just this massive dude with a new, with a uh, New Zealand accent. And it was just cool talking to him because he's like this massive giant, like the size of a fridge. And we were just talking about blocking and what it was like to, make the transition from rugby. And I was asking him if he was going to ever get in on some running on some running back drills, like on, on, you know, goal line stands. And he was like, we'll see, we'll see if they put me in. So it was a, it was a lot of fun uh, chatting with him. He was probably like one of my favorite people to, uh, to talk to. That's really cool. We'll have to be on the lookout for him this season. And that is a Philly special podcast. For what a special time that was being involved in such an amazing organization like the Philadelphia Eagles and participating in that 5K, Rick. That was unbelievable. And now we transition to the segment that our fans have been asking for since day one. We transition to any given Saturday. For all you listeners out there, you know Rick and I love sports and we absolutely love college football. We cannot hype college football up more than any other sport. 
the fanfare, the festivities, college game day, uh, the, 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 you know, excitement, uh, the whiteouts, the blackouts, the redouts, you know, how much these fan bases care about their team and their history. And we're super excited to talk about any given Saturday. So Rick, let's kick it off. There's not too much to talk about this weekend in terms of big matchups, but there's three, three big top 25 matchups this week that we want to sink in on. And then I'm also going to give my dark horse shot of the week. And we're moving into week six of the college football playoffs regular season. We're going to talk about these three big matchups to watch this weekend. Now, these are going to be early afternoon games, Rob. You're going to have plenty of time to get out to Bed Bath & Beyond and Home Depot. It's going to be a nice little Saturday. Maybe go out with the family and friends in the evening. But in the early afternoon, you want to be planted on that couch for these three games. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hit it. Hit it, Ricky. All right. At noon, we've got a kickoff in Dallas, Texas, the Cotton Bowl. Oklahoma, number sixth-ranked, undefeated Oklahoma, taking on the number 21st team in the country, Texas Longhorns who are four and one. What do you make of this matchup, Rob? Oh man. Well, the cotton bowl is a must for you and I, Rick, we, we got to go to the cotton bowl. We got to go to Oklahoma and Texas and watch this happen. Uh, one of these, one of these years it's on the bucket list and what a storied, uh, you know, rivaled history. And uh, you know, I, I think it's like the Penn state, Ohio state, when you and I were talking about that uh, on our last episode, where you just throw out the records doesn't matter how they're playing. Uh, it's a backyard brawl. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Um, you know, I don't think they're as good as the six ranking. I really don't think they're that, uh, that great. But, um, you know, Texas, I don't think they're, they're, they're the 21 either. Uh, you know, both teams are a little shaky. Uh, their losses have been shaky. But um, I think Oklahoma is going to win this. Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma moves to 6-0. Uh, and and maybe moves up to number five. There might be a little shuffle at the top with uh, with Iowa and Penn State this weekend. There will be a shuffle at the top, but I'm going with the Texas Longhorns to win the Red River rivalry. Say that 10 times fast. Longhorns are going to hook them, and they're going to get to five and one, and they're going to send Oklahoma home with their first loss of the season. Whew. Let's watch that one play out. Okay, right. okay. Following that, Rob, you've got an excellent game in the afternoon slot. Number two, undefeated Georgia Bulldogs go on the road to take on Auburn Tigers, 18th ranked. What do you think of this one, Rob? Oh, man. Um, I think that the Georgia Bulldogs are just in uh, a league of their own with Bama. It's just, uh, in my opinion, it's Georgia and Bama and everyone else. Uh, so I think that uh, UGA is just going to roll over here and doesn't matter away game, not a big deal. Um, you know, I think that the, uh, the dogs are going to take it to them and uh, go dogs. All right. Fair enough. Now you got to remember the Auburn Tigers just came out of death Valley. They just knocked off LSU on a Saturday night, intense atmosphere. Bo Nix looked pretty good, made some amazing plays. And I'm going with the upset alert here. War Eagle over the Georgia Bulldogs. Watch for it, Rob, watch for it. I'll be watching, but it ain't going to happen, Ricky. <laughs> All right. Now we, now we shift gears and we got uh, the game of the week here 
Um, and, and, and this is where all eyes are watching because a lot's going to happen Saturday at four o'clock on Fox. We got the number three ranked Iowa Hawkeyes versus the number four Penn State Nittany Lions. Rick, what do you take of this game? Sure, absolutely. Both teams have looked dominant to start their seasons undefeated. Penn State going on the road. They went on the road week one and knocked off Wisconsin in Wisconsin. I'm not saying that they're good, but I think they're battle tested on the road. I think they got a lot of confidence that quarterback is playing lights out. And I'm going with the Nittany Lions to stay undefeated. I think they're the real deal this year. So look for Penn State to win this game, Rob. What do you think? Now, before I get into my pick, I just want to say that there's traditions in college football. And one of my favorite traditions, we're going to do an episode where we rank our top traditions, but one of my favorite is the Iowa Hawkeyes. And I forget what quarter it is, whether it's the first, second, or third quarter, but they stop the game. And the way that the Iowa Hawkeye stadium is, is it's located right next to a children's hospital. Literally the children's hospital overlooks the stadium and they can watch the game with these kids that are, you know, going through terminal illnesses and very severe cases of, of you name it. Right. And uh, at some point during the game, they stop the game. And everybody in the stadium, whether you're the home team, the away team, uh, Penn State fans, Iowa Hawkeye fans, everybody will be waving to that children's hospital wing right there, and they'll be waving back. And uh, I just got chills. I don't know if our listeners got chills. But with that said, I think the Iowa Hawkeyes are going to stand strong, okay? And I think the Iowa Hawkeyes are going to take down the Nittany Lions. Wow. So we have three major games to watch this Saturday, and you and I differ on all three. That means somebody is going to have a winning record. So let's pay attention to the games. Thanks so much for listening. This is Rick Brandt. Rob Brandt. We're the brothers, Brandt. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.